The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Yes, this is the Mr. Nelson Show, episode 220. And everyone, especially those who voted for that. I thought this was my show, but. Should be a save. Hell no, I'm as proud as I'd ever been. That was an excellent presentation in the old oh, office God. from our president. And not he is president. our president. No, he's Would not. You like it or not. I and don't like show it. Show him the respect he is owed. Never. Never. And he explained it quite clearly. Oh, my and God. Everybody's Please. got a, even a fraction of common sense knows. What? But he's on the right side of history. Oh, God, no, he's time. not. He no, is the he's man not. with the plan for the whole goddamn U.S. of A. land. Oh. Period. Oh, my God. You see, you can see between the lines there that disgusting, sinister sense of nationalism. And that's what you're proud of it. People. God damn it. Oh, what the man, hell? That's what that's about. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. proud of my country. Oh, oh I guess that makes me a villain. Whatever. Oh, whoa, 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 yeah. It's two. I don't give a damn what you think, you screwed up well, little prickerhead. I will never, ever say that I'm ashamed to be an American. I believe in America and I always have and always will, just like That's my just daddy and his daddy before him. And that will never change. You will have to take my patriotism out of my heart. Toxic masculinity. After you've done good at it. That's the only way. Yeah, over my dead body, see, will you ever take away my national pride of the good old U.S. Oh, good Lord. You see, it always goes to this violent language that, oh, you're, someone's going to kill you, man. Oh, oh yeah. Too. Well, you know, I just know what the score get over is. it already. You know, no one cares about no, your... Why don't you get over it? It's been two years. He won. Get it's quite the other way around. What? You people are going to what, come around. What do you mean, you people? Oh, Muslims. God. Oh, God. And trans people. Oh, good Lord. People of color. Oh, man. And undocumented people. I know you were going to cry. And that's like where a we girl. are, where you want to build this god awful wall. Damn right. Wall off this that country. Right. Build that wall. Build it. Build it. Build it. Build it. Build it. White people here. Oh and God! There we go. About. Here we and go. That is that? And that's why no one should give in to Trump. What I order? Oh God! No matter what the price, because it will be worth See? it. And you, you who resist, extremists, hey, my friends, we will be on the right side. Oh hell no! That's what it's all. Hell no! You mark my words. Oh, you mark your own words. Nothing with a skid mark in your drawers. Oh my god! Oh, goddamn! Oh, it always comes back to white genocide. Oh, That's what good. you people you believe in. That's you what see? you're wanting. Oh, we're gonna oh, brown America oh, so you can get rid of all the white people. Oh, That's what it is. God. That's why you oh. keep bringing it up. That's what you're really talking about. It's their turn, Red. Oh, white people see? have polluted and destroyed this world oh, for sin. Centuries, and it's time for them to give up the reins of power. Oh, God. What power? What power? Let's see if they could do better. And you know what? I bet they could. Oh, hell. So, yeah, Trump gave an address from the Oval Office. That's right. uh, To uh, explain his position, uh, wanting the wall and uh, border security 
uh, uh, due yeah. to uh, the crime that it involves, uh, uh-huh. crime of suffering. Yeah, that uh, unfortunately and sadly often falls upon women and children. Yeah. Because and this is all true. Uh, NBC News trying to stamp down the claims that uh, terrorists use yeah. the porous border <laughs> to walk across and get into this country. No uh, when they determined that they, uh, originally everyone was saying <laughs> it's, it's never happened, it probably but that uh, they determined that down. over the past year the uh, Border Patrol has uh, apprehended a sick. <laughs> six. Oh my God, we're being invaded. Oh, oh no. Legally. Six. Six uh, terrorists came in. Oh my goodness, it's the end of the world. <laughs> well, it only took 19 of them to kick off 9 11, you dumbass. <laughs> 19? Is a larger number than six. Learn some math, idiot. God damn. Uh, Yes, Lefty, but this is only the number of people that they've uh, captured. Uh, This would include out of the the numbers of people arrested at the border trying to get in illegally. So uh, they get arrested there and they can make an account of the people that they apprehended. However, uh, there is a vast number of people that get through that they don't catch. Because it's well, not possible to be at every point on the border. So there's I mean, a way people getting in. And they don't know the entire number. They can make guesses at the percentages. But, however, for every uh, amount of group that they capture, uh, if that means that every year uh, uh, six out of those gets in, well, that's an enormous amount of money, uh, people. Money. So you can uh, extrapolate from that that it's a lot more than just six. And so, as Red pointed out, it only took 19 to do a rather well, massive attack yeah. that pretty much yeah. changed the world. We haven't oh, been God. the same since. So Getting it's no laughing matter. It's nothing to now. put away. And the idea that it's impossible for someone to walk through a porous border, it I don't is. know where you get the idea it that this is happen. not possible and it can it's never, not. ever happen. It never happens. Um, it's it absurd. It's just uh, how serious is it? Does this call for Trump to use emergency powers? Yes. To no. uh, force the hand and, and get around Congress oh God, so that he can tyranny. appropriate funds for it for the military that's to construct tyranny. a a wall oh, uh, that uh, I think can be troubling. Plus, when you what? have a stretch and abuse of power, uh, you think you can yeah. use it for something you want. But exactly. keep in mind, you're not always going to be in power, oh, and no, in that same president right. can be used damn. to abuse Hell it no. for whatever else. Who knows what? Uh, and it's not the best uh, uh, choice, but I can understand the frustrations. And also, he brought concessions to this. This is this is two years old now. What? Where he agreed, said, "Hey, I'll give in on DACA. We'll we'll legalize those guys." Oh my God! That's rather huge. That's practically amnesty uh, for these uh, people who were brought over as children, and they didn't. Exactly. Uh, you know, they were too young to make the choice themselves. Exactly. So the idea of deporting oh them God, seems cruel so and all that. And that was the big case. Daka, daka, daka. They kept, oh, you know, yes. okay, okay, okay. Very okay. He called their bluff is what he did. What? They threw what? it in his Bye-bye. face and did nothing. They want uh-huh. the issue. Yeah. Not the solution. No. So the, all, the whole idea that this is all compassion for uh, people that are in dire straits so and probably is. looking for a better life and all this sort of thing. That's right. No. What? Just people to be exploited as pawns. Otherwise, no. you take the damn deal. Oh, shut up. Do. No, that's so outrageous. So uh, the government shut down over this theater for that yeah. purpose. So how long can it last? Is that a long now? Oh, well, day. hey, no. uh, we'll see who can withstand the pain yeah, of the right. different states oh, and yeah. federal workers starting to get 
pissed off. That's right. And so yeah. there, that's when someone will have to blink. Can it's they get a compromise where it's sort of a wall or it's sort of a fence no. here and it's more Border Patrol hired and that no. sort of thing? No. Uh, or no. the Democrats can't concede. No, uh, that's the, the thing here that you think they would make a, a counter offer. There is no offer of a concession anywhere. None. Right. So the idea of compromise seems reasonable. I mean, can't you yeah. come to an agreement and all this sort of thing? Uh, hell no, no, hell no, won't go. That's right. Uh, so because when you see what's happening in the Democratic Party, the left, the hard left, is firmly on the rise and in control of that party Good. more and more. Even time. knocking down the fake hard left, they give the lip service to it, but they're uh-huh. there for the making the deals and whatnot. Yep, yep. Uh, and that old guard is fading away. You've got new people coming in, and they're just flat-out communists oh, <laughs> at this oh point. God, and stop, those guys stop, represent that stop. guy you saw in the vape shop video, oh, <laughs> screaming God. and going nuts oh, man, so over good. a fucking Trump shirt. And yeah. that's who oh, that's they have to play to. And, and you can't just say, well, look, we stopped Trump's wall project. We gave on this sort of fence thing he's going to build or something like that. No. And we, we, we talked it down to like $2 billion and it's not fun. Five billion oh and all this God, sort of no. thing, something along those lines. No. And we got a deal here for some legalization for some illegals. Oops, I mean undocumented because right. the word Don't illegal is now yeah, lost right. its it, its expiration yes. date uh, came, and so they determined you can't say it anymore. That's the right. reason someone does that, by the way, just as an aside, is because they can't win the argument. So what? you have to ban words and oh, outlaw no. discussion, so it can't be discussed. Oh, Therefore, you don't have to win the argument because no one can banned. ever you just talk. Can't say it. But anyway. What? Can they present to that crowd, that screaming nut, oh, no. that uh, we just we made a deal with Trump and we got him to come to terms here and there, so we got a win here? No, no, it's all or nothing. Exactly. That's what that guy wants. Right. And that's the base of the Democratic Party today, and that's where they are. Better believe. There are Democrats who know better than this. Who? They're slowly losing power and are no longer in charge. Yep. And how are they going to pretty this to make that work? I don't know. Uh, The the media tends more and more to side with idiots like that. Now, it's interesting. The future of the Democratic Party is often being seen uh, in the form of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Yes. Oh, she's wonderful. Yes. Oh, man. Oh, well, yeah. Good point there. Shaking that booty. Oh, my God. She almost won me over. Goddamn, I thought I was turning communist or something. You see, you're, you're sexualizing her. This is just desecrating her image, and it's terrible. She's a brilliant, wonderful spokesman for engineering and for America. She's just the future face of oh, America, and it's about damn time. Yeah, well, uh, one of the questions... That when you get a chance to actually ask her a question, she often bans media from her. Uh, uh-huh, just like Hillary. No. Uh, because every time she does an interview, her stupidity is on display. Oh, my God. Saying, hey, she's just smart stop. at campaigning. Just and she stop. knows what she's doing and exactly. all that. Exactly. Uh, well, it's easier to be Santa Claus and make uh, incredible uh, yep. uh, promises, uh-huh. especially when oh, here we go. Here we go. appears to actually believe there is a free lunch. So when you've got oh, an audience that's going to be a free that's lunch, what it's uh, about. you can promise that's anything, even it's magic. About. It won't matter, and it will work very well for you. Uh, she will be one of these people who will be there for the next 60 years till she drops and oh she god yeah so. never produced a goddamn thing for anybody yep but that's how that works meanwhile she, she uh, hope. keeps promising the same crap that people have been promising 
uh, for a very long time. Well, just and, deliver uh, it. Uh, left a uh, massive uh, field of bodies along the way and that sort of thing. Oh, not please. so much here as bad as other just, countries, but nevertheless, exactly. it's Come a very on. sickening philosophy. We're not China. And, uh, Get out of here with that uh, crap. Pursuing it because the con tends to work. Oh, so, boy. So, Cooper of CNN oh, uh, was on 60 Minutes and got a chance to uh, talk with uh, Miss Cortez. And uh, it appears Anderson uh, does better work. Uh, on on uh, sixty minutes than he does on CNN where he's oh, just please. an absolute joke and uh, oh, does the party stop line that. there. But just here stop uh, an actual insight into once again uh, Cortez, uh, who just can't simply uh, explain basic uh, questions that uh, she just would rather avoid. And you see why? Well, she's so getting the ambushed. For Cortez has been that it's. Uh, uh, a quick and probably conservative estimate for her plans of what the costs of it for her utopian vision would be around $40 trillion. <laughs> Good Lord. And they keep approaching her as like, well, how would you pay it? And oh, uh, this uh, was just, the discussion. It's, it's getting to be harassment at this Cooper, point. And uh, here's a little segment on that. Oh dear. Come on. How are you going to pay for all of this? Yeah. No one asks how we're going to pay for the Space Force. Yes. No one asked how we paid for a $2 trillion tax cut. Exactly. We only ask how we pay for it on issues of housing, health care, and education. Thank you. How we pay for it with the same exact mechanisms that we pay for military increases, for right. the Space Force, for yes. all of these uh, ambitious policies. Boom. There are Democrats, obviously, who are worried about your effect on the party. Democrats mm-hmm. Chris Coon said about left-leaning Democrats, if the next two years is just a race to offer increasingly unrealistic proposals, it'll be difficult for us to make a credible case we should be allowed to govern again. Right. What makes it unrealistic? How to pay for it. We pay more <laughs> per capita in health care and education for right. lower outcomes no. than many other nations. Where are the bodies? And so for me, Where are the bodies? what's unrealistic is, is <laughs> Come on. what we're living in right now. But we are living in it. And again, uh, Ms. Cortez, where are these bodies oh, for this god-awful health care system that is yeah, right. just wiping people out because uh, we what? put so much money into it for yes. no return whatsoever yes, compared right. to the rest? of the industrialized world so again and again it said it still true. doesn't make it true yes, it is. Uh, the best of, of medical science comes out of the United States Damn right. and uh, she USA. has no explanation Woo. for that and doesn't even try she goes for these emotional hit points because here of uh, this, all the same heart. mechanisms that funds the military yeah. nobody ever questions it's questioned every year what? it's called a debate within Congress. Oh, that's I mean, we're, that's we're currently battling a shutdown over oh, a budget please. deal dealing with security and a border wall. So, yes, uh, funding for matters in the United States is always questioned and debated, and this just shows her ignorance. But she no. hits on it like at some point, and for people who are based completely in raw emotion, what? just like my friend Lefty Turdington here, oh, will no, immediately cheer it on and think it's wonderful and bring is. out the pom-poms over well, it. And of course, talks about two trillion dollars. Anderson's asking you about forty trillion, Miss Cortez, and still you fail to answer it. Uh, You just have a problem with women. Women in power. Yep, you you don't like it because you're a misogynist, and that's that. You you make fun of her and all that stuff because you can't handle a strong. Powerful woman. You'd think a strong, powerful woman could take a little criticism and answer a goddamn math question. Oh my god, that's outrageous. And all the, your math figures and all that crap, 
is just an ambusher in town now, but all she's trying to do is fight for the future and bring a voice to the voiceless. You're cruel. You're just oh, absolutely God. cruel, and you just don't have empathy because you just don't care. Yeah, that's kind of what she said here when people bring uh, actual reality right in front of her uh, with things like, you know, math and, and facts. She's been accused of being dishonest about the true cost of her proposals and the tax burden they would impose on the middle class. She's also been criticized for making factual mistakes. One of the criticisms of you is that your math is fuzzy. The Washington Post recently awarded you four Pinocchios oh my goodness. for uh, exactly. misstating some statistics about Pentagon yeah. spending. If people want to really blow up one figure here or one word there, exactly. I would argue that they're missing the forest for the trees. Thank you. I think that there's a lot of people more concerned about being precisely, factually, and semantically correct than about being <laughs> morally right. <laughs> but being factually correct is important. It's absolutely oh, important. Yeah. And Whenever I make a mistake, I say, okay, this was clumsy. And then I restate what my point was. Uh-huh. Yeah, you restate it even though it was incorrect. Oh, yeah, stop when are you going to get to the part where you fix the problem or deal with the reality of $40 trillion? <laughs> And she keeps dancing around it. Oh, you're uh, obsessed with oh, that geez. video. You're uh, obsessed with it, and it's disgusting. It's, eh, you're just a bunch good. of sexists, and all you think about is her butt. Yep. And that's it. You won't even listen to a word she's saying. You're nope. blinded by your own biases. It's sexism. Yeah, well, uh, it's kind of hard to take someone seriously who will sit there and say, oh, you know, you got these people who want to be precisely factual <laughs> and that's a problem you know uh because if truth gets in the way of your feelings then truth has got to lose i mean this is like the opposite of ben shapiro uh one of his famous tagline uh, is uh, facts don't care about your feelings and it's, she just flips it over <laughs> so it, it, the often uh, often said the truth is seldom pretty it's uh, you have to part of growing up is dealing with that uh, but uh, but in, in Cortez's world, no. Why grow up and why uh, leave Neverland? Just oh, God. keep believing in what you want to be true rather than what is, you and just not don't have uh, a learn to deal with it. Don't you? Have uh, boy, that'll work don't out great. Well, we've seen plenty of examples of what fantasy can do for reality. It's nice. Absolutely nothing. Oh, good Lord. That's just... Look, she did answer the question. She explained oh, quite yeah. clearly of how we're going to pay for things that need to be dealt with, like healthcare and what have you. Oh, yeah. And she's going to get the money from the tippy top. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> Yes, that's oh, right, Lefty. Uh, Cortez's uh, master plan is that we will have a 70% uh, tax rate increase on people who uh, earn uh, uh, over $10 million a year. So the tippy top, <laughs> she will get $40 trillion out of the tippy top uh, that some that earns 10 million, over $10 million a year. Um, that doesn't compute either. That's not going to get you $40 trillion. Uh, there, there are no trillionaires in the United States. Uh, so you'll burn through that money very quickly, and just stagnate growth and expansion and limit capital and uh unemployment will return in droves and uh yeah well you we can go back to obama's new normal of a stagnant economy at best 
eventually you're going to collapse. Great going. So yes, tax the tippy top. We interrupt this program to bring you the special Nelson News Bulletin. Florida man busted after trying to swap pot for McDonald's fast food. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. A Florida man tried to trade a bag of marijuana for food at a McDonald's, but was rebuffed by a drive through worker who called 911 to report the unorthodox barter attempt. Cops allege that Anthony Gallagher, 23, ordered food at a McDonald's in Port St. Lucie around 1.30 a.m. When Gallagher pulled his Pontiac up to the drive through window, he allegedly produced a clear plastic bag that contained a green, leafy substance and offered to provide marijuana in exchange for the food that he ordered. McDonald's manager, Gasson Awad, declined Gallagher's request and called 911. By the time police arrived, Gallagher had left a McDonald's parking lot. However, around 2.05 a.m., Gallagher returned to the drive-thru line, where he was pointed out to police by Awad. Gallagher's vehicle was hard to miss since it had a surfboard protruding through the rear window. Police reported that Gallagher's ride reeked of marijuana and that loose cannabis was found on the vehicle's center console. A search of Gallagher turned up a bag of pot in his pants pocket. In addition to a possession wrap, Gallagher was charged with driving under the influence. While an arrest affidavit does not detail Gallagher's McDonald's order, his excessively dirty auto offers clues to his fast food preferences. The floorboard was littered with french fries and chicken nuggets, and molded chicken wings were found in the rear floorboard of his vehicle. <laughs> Imagine that. A lazy pothead. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. And now... Back to your program. Ow! Oh! Sammy Sue, what is this? Ow! Betty, I don't know, I don't know. Wait, I know! It's Wonder Rose! <laughs> That's right, girls. Whenever you hear that delightful sound, you know that it's the Wonder Rolls man with his super deluxe form-fitting vibrating crotch pantyhose designed to make you feel good. Surgeon General has determined that Wonderall's pantyhose can lead to severe swamp ass, causing rashes, hives, oozing boils, and may develop into foul, odorous button crutch rot. Men should never wear Wonderall's, as spontaneous castration may result. So don't be afraid. Get ready for Mr. Nelson Riff's Flash Gordon Space Soldiers Conquer the Universe Chapter 3. Yes, all you have to do is head over to cellfi.com slash Nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com. Slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N Yes, it's just that simple And there you can get your hands on Mr. Nelson Riffs Flash Gordon Space Soldiers Conquer the Universe Chapter 3 For only 90 cents It'll be like watching a movie with me On your phone or other device uh, Flash Gordon and his crew Get caught in an avalanche while Dr. Zarkov Gets in an aerial dogfight With Ming's thugs After that, Zarkov Battles his crew over the break room Microwave this film, on occasion, includes music by Kevin MacLeod. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. So what are you waiting for? Head over to Nelson Theater at Selfie.com slash Nelson 
and order your 90 cents digital copy of this lovely little treatment of an old legendary film today. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Previously on the cruise. Oh, oh, is she naked? That's a jaybird. Oh my god. Jeez. She's tied to a railway. What? Her hands. It's warm. Oh, that's disgusting. There's children on board. Good lord. Uh, yeah. Ma- ma'am, ma'am, miss, we have an indecent exposure policy on board, and you're in clear fight. What is it? What? It- oh! Is-, is that blood she's kneeling in? Her throat's been cut. Oh my god! And now, episode two of The Cruise. Looks like rigor is already set in, so it's uh, yeah, been a while. Oh, God. Uh, but, uh, you know, Lance could tell us for sure. we got to get him down here. Yeah, yeah, we, definitely. we got to contact the bridge. Right. Uh, and have him get the Coast Guard to meet us before we even go into the right. dock, because we've got a crime scene on our hands. So, uh, oh, no. What? Holy shit! It- Oh is God. that broad dead? Oh no! Yeah, she's dead! Look at all that oh, blood! It's Good God! Oh, oh man! No. Oh man! Oh, I told oh. you, Mimi! Didn't I tell you? You oh, know damn well I told you! All them stories about uh, people sorry. disappearing on cruises! But no! You had no, to have your goddamn cruise! Well, happy second honeymoon, dude! Alright, you two listen to me! Now look, we. Who the hell are you? We've had a tragic incident. Here. And so, oh, no for kidding. you and your wife's safety, you, you two should return to your to your cabin. <laughs> oh, screw that! But sir, I ain't going nowhere till this sicko is caught. Oh my God! Yeah. You but, mean to tell me that I'm trapped on a ship with a with a sex murderer? <laughs> yeah, don't worry, babe. It looks like this killer is only into women that actually look like a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Edgar! Oh, God, I, I gotta get the guys on the horn, Sarah. Right, right. Could you just tell these people to go? Uh, I don't yeah, think I have much luck. We're really open here at Starboard, but, uh, okay, passenger. listen, people, please, this is a crime scene, and you yeah, need I know. to back off, and I suggest the safest choice of action would be, yes, to return to your staterooms, please. Staterooms? Oh, you mean the cabin? It's a dump. That little piece of plywood you call a door? That's not gonna hold nothing back if they want to kill us. Oh, no. Oh, no. We're staying put until we know what the hell's going on. We will inform you when we know the details, but right now you will be angry with the crime scene. Somebody talk to me, damn it! Whoa. Sam. Sam, what is it? Uh, Sarah, I can't seem to get anybody. I don't know what's going on. I'm going to have to go inform the bridge. What? Uh, you can't Over. get me here. <laughs> it's the job, Sarah. Sam! Just hang on a minute, Sarah. Sir, yes. uh, uh, do you know this woman? Uh, 
well, I, I only met her on this cruise, but yes, I, I got to know her a, a little bit. Her, her name was Alba. Albatross. Uh, uh, you gotta be kidding me. You have been listening to The Cruise. Written, performed, and produced by me, Douglas Nelson. Any and all music is courtesy of Kevin McLeod and other public domain and copyright-free sources. The Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Say, what you wearing there, boy? Hey, oh, this is my Bubba Stargon t-shirt. Bubba Stargon? Oh, man, is that all the characters? Is that little Mr. Spot? It sure is. Oh, man, where can I get one? <laughs> you gotta head over to the Mr. Nelson store. Mr. Nelson store? Where at? Oh, you gotta head over to Zazzle.com, Z-A-Z-Z-L-E.com, and look up the Mr. Nelson store. Yeah, M-R-N-I-L-S-I-N. <laughs> it's just that simple. Oh, man, I'm gonna get on that and get me a Bubba Star concert. Yeah, you'll be the envy of your friends. Yeah, except you're the only one friend I got. Well... Uh, you'll make more with a cool shirt like it. Oh, yeah! That's right, friends. Head over to the Mr. Nelson store at Zezzle.com where you can get your Bubba Stargon shirt and other great Mr. Nelson products. Next time on My Brother's Keeper. Come on, come on, Give it This game cheat. Cheat. I totally had that. It can get a cheat on me. Yeah. What? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Damn. What? What? Oh, damn, you disgusting degenerate. What? What I do now? I just got back from the shop, changing the oil, when I reached for a work rag. Some people say I'm intolerant, and I'm quick to judge. But goddammit, there are some lines you don't cross. Well, it's... <laughs> We know he's simple-minded, and of course, like all men, he has needs, and, you know, he made a mistake, sure, oh, but... Oh, no. But no, gotta, Sally. Uh, no, damn it, no. God damn it, Sally. Can't a man have his wife have his back for once? Just once? Oh, Lord, help me. Oh, Lord. So there I was, changing the oil, and I got some in my face, and I'm reaching around for a work rag, and I suddenly, my hand grabs a pile of them, and I reach for it, and suddenly, what do I got? A face full of rotten old cum. <laughs> well, uh, 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 Shut up. And answer me this. Did you? Jerk off into my work rags. Well, uh, 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 uh
How much can one family take? Find out on the next My Brother's Keeper on TLC. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. So, there's a new UFO series for the History Channel. No, not another episode of Ancient Aliens. This is a series called Project Blue Book, which is based on the real investigation of UFOs by the Air Force from 1952 to uh, 1970 or 69 thereabouts. It stars Aidan Gillen, that's Littlefinger from Game of Thrones fame, as astronomer J. Allen Hynek. Now... With all adaptions of history, there's going to be some dramatic license to make a show entertaining. <laughs> so oftentimes the truth has to take a back seat or more times than not get out of the car. I suspect that's what we're going to get here because, you know, debunking myths is just not as sexy as aliens from outer space. Now, a, a failing grade in history doesn't mean a failing grade in producing a good show. Now, right off the bat, the show looks great. There's quality work evident in the scenery that really captures the period that it's set in. The acting is good, and of course, Gillen is a solid performer. I just hope he's not wasted here. Uh, there were some formulaic scenes involving Heineck and the Air Force officer trying to out alpha male each other, but it wasn't so corny that it ruined the show. There's some uh, action elements involving Heineck <laughs> where he's he uh, they test out a theory in an airplane and it crashes. I I, I don't know. Did that really happen or some there uh, event that similar to it? Uh, he gets chased in his car <laughs> by what appears to be a mysterious figure. You know, the Men in Black. <laughs> <laughs> and um the, uh, not really buying that but uh, but again is it's there for the elements of the show but it, when it, it's presented as based on the real stories of a real person who actually exists it's it, there's a danger line there that pushes it a little too far when you realize well this is completely fiction when it could have just been someone you made up but when it's supposed to be someone who is like oh come on that he didn't do that and that that kind of thing can happen it it, it will push you out of the narrative of your show which is something you always want to avoid whatever the show is and this is an element that can do that so there's uh understandably an air of mystery to the feel of the show but right off the bat <laughs> there is no mystery it's clear the aliens are the culprit rather than oh it's all cold war paranoia which is there obviously uh, but the idea that that's the whole uh, outcome of it and uh, misunder uh, misunderstanding what you're seeing, whether it's the moon or Venus or <laughs> swamp gas <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, and then that ends up being the whole conclusion. No, 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 no. Uh, there's aliens in this thing right off the bat. <laughs> so, uh, all the elements of the, uh, UFO conspiracy lore is very present. Majestic 12 is there. And that was the mysterious organization that was supposedly founded by President Truman to, uh, maintain control over this whole thing concerning aliens and stuff. Uh, largely out of the belief that humanity can't handle the truth. <laughs> uh, they figure they learned their lesson from the War of the Worlds broadcast of Orson Welles and said, see, they'll panic. And this has to be the justification of keeping everything secret 
and uh, put out misleading stories to throw them off the scent and that sort of thing. Uh, so they're presented here as orchestrating Blue Book uh, as a means to throw people off the truth. And uh, they've hired Hynek to lend credence to an ultimate report that would state there's really nothing to UFOs. It's all, you know, lights in the sky from Venus and uh, the moon and that sort of thing. Uh, at one point, the show appears to go off on a tangent with Hynek's wife. And she, she goes shopping and she meets this mysterious blonde and... <laughs> At first, it almost appears that this woman is romantically interested in her. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I never heard this story before. <laughs> uh, but no, no, it turns out she's a spy to keep tabs on Hynek's family. Now, it, it, I'm sure, again, some dramatic license here for this scene. But it's a reasonable conclusion there might have been some amount of spying on Hynek's uh, family, especially during the Cold War paranoia days. And uh, to make sure we don't have a commie on the payroll here, because, you know, with the atomic bomb getting stolen and all that sort of thing, it's certainly understandable they would keep tabs on his family and whatnot uh, to make sure of who it is they're dealing with. But, of course, it'll probably have uh, more action into this as the series goes forward uh, concerning this woman who's spying on his wife. So uh, we'll see as the show progresses, if I want to stick with it. <laughs> uh, but another common element of you, as I already mentioned, the men in black make an appearance in this episode. I'll be very fleeting, but they're clearly that's who they're suggesting here. They appear to be guiding Heineck to the secrets of majestic 12 in some scenes, which would suggest uh, from this, you can make an, a conclusion that the Majestic 12 will be the greater threat in this uh, series than the aliens, that they're more of the bad guys so far anyway than these aliens are because the aliens seem to be helping them. There's a scene, the, the initial case that they're sent on is this case that's, that's, uh, was to happen in, uh, Fargo, North Dakota. Uh, the, I guess they could rework this as a Fargo episode. <laughs> oh, they already did with the UFOs in the seventies. <laughs> but anyway, the, uh, this pilot has a, a dog fight with a UFO and he's all messed up about it. And there's this, uh, business where they, he suspects the aliens were, uh, trying to communicate with him through the use of a song uh, to warn him that he was in some sort of danger. And so when this song played, he knew he was in some kind of trouble. So it keeps playing throughout and they keep running into it. And it seems to suggest that, oh, maybe Heineck himself is in trouble. And that's why he keeps hearing the song and that sort of thing. It doesn't go much further than that, but I, I don't know if it'll be a recurring thing later. But, well, you know, we'll just have to, to see. But uh, so that's one of the elements there that, oh, you know, it gives credence to the idea that the Majestic 12 is the problem and the aliens are actually, uh, you better watch out for these guys. But, uh, you, know, you know, it's not conclusive as of yet. And, of course, it's impossible not to compare this to the X-Files. And now, granted, the X-Files took a lot of inspiration from real life events like Blue Book, but uh, copying X-Files could be a problem. X-Files was a creature of its time. Um, and to just do this period piece version of, of X-Files would just be seen as nothing but that. 
Uh, X-Files, uh, it, it was great at mood and atmospherics, but ultimately very little payoff, especially when it came to the core of it, which was the alien story. They would go off into other uh, story ideas, mutant people and psychic powers and stuff like that, you know, but that made it a regular episodic series. But I don't think you can repeat another one quite like this after someone's already been to that trough of primarily atmospherics that are just very well done, but it's not really going to go anywhere. So I don't know that you can do that again. I mean, unless you just have such a good cast that people just enjoy seeing them and that could possibly grow into that with this one, but that would probably be about it. Uh, Now, of course the star of the show is Heineck and his story within the UFO saga was that he was a skeptic who became, a, if not a believer, certainly far more open to the concept of alien visitation than he did at the beginning of Blue Book. Uh, in the first episode, unfortunately, <laughs> he's already well on his way to believing. This is his first case, and he's already, he's certainly suspicious of his superiors here and uh, well aware of the corruption of this. Look, we're just, got, we've already got the conclusion. Just, just give us some stuff that we can say we did an investigation <laughs> and we'll slap your name on it. And of course, that, what is a good point? Part where it shows his frustration and he says, well, you know, that's that's not that's dishonest, you know, and he wants to actually test these theories through the scientific method. That's what he's supposed to do. He's a scientist. But of course, they're luck, buddy. <laughs> we've, we've already written the point. We just need you to put John Hancock on it. So pursuing his frustrations with the his superiors in the investigation would have been fine. But to already have him pretty much uh, believing there's something more to this than just mistakes or, and that sort of thing uh, is a bit of a problem. He's already seen the men in black. He's just, he stumbled into the Majestic 12 people and all this sort of thing. So you're not going to get the journey. He's already there. <laughs> so the, the whole aspect of Heineck and uh, his journey from skeptic to uh, believer is just another aspect of the true story that's just... Uh, being tossed in exchange for action and thrills. <laughs> so, yeah, it's X-Files in the 50s and 60s, but the look and performances do show potential for an entertaining series, but I don't think a great one or, or, or a special one of this. You, man, you got to see this one, uh, at least not yet. Maybe they could do some. It's only the first episode. It's just one. And, uh, but, uh, the performances are good. The look of it's good. Uh, there's some uh, intriguing nature of it, but that's about it so far. But, so the performances alone earn it three stars, I think. And it gives another star for just the production quality, which is excellent. So four out of five stars for Project Blue Book. And, uh, we'll see where it goes from here in the next episode. Interestingly enough, There was an earlier TV series in the 70s that was also based on Project Blue Book. And I distinctly remember it being called Project Blue Book. But it wasn't. It was actually called Project UFO. Some have said it was renamed Project Blue Book in markets overseas, and maybe it was, I don't know, but that wouldn't explain my memory of it. It appears I've just encountered the Mandela Effect. Weird, huh? That's the way it is. (laughs) 
The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. There's a lot of people more concerned about being precisely, factually, and semantically correct than about being morally right. But being factually correct is important. <laughs>